Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. The unspoken rules of salon culture. Today, I'm going to introduce the topic of salon culture and explain the importance of understanding and navigating those unspoken rules of salon life for new hairstylists. Every salon will have their own culture and their own way of doing things. Now, in order for you to find out if that's a good fit for you, I'm going to highly recommend Shadow Days. I would reach out to some of the salons that you're interested in and see if they are willing to let you come in and shadow, because that's the best way that you're going to see if the way they do things is the way you want things done. Some of the things that you might want to look for during a shadow day is how the stylists interact with each other. Is it friendly? Is it cohesive? Are they having fun? If fun is important to you, like it is me, then I want to make sure that there's a really light and fun energy in the salon. I want to make sure that the guests are taken care of, that they're not left to fend for themselves, that there's a salon coordinator or somebody up front in charge of making sure that we know when our guests arrive, we know when our guests are ready for us, if there's a need they have. You know, a professional environment is really important to me. So if I were looking for a salon, I would want to make sure that everyone in that salon is acting professionally, that, you know, the conversation is light and fun and that they're helping one another, you know, that everyone's pitching in on towels and it's not just up to one person to make sure that everything's getting done. And I would recommend looking for a mentor. So if that salon does not have a mentor program, that would be something that you would want to know. When you get there, you're on your own. There is no advanced education preparing you for the salon floor. So you're the new kid on the block, right? So you're going to want to come in and you're going to want to adapt. And while they should be welcoming to you, it is going to be up to you to find your way and ask all the right questions and learn from those around you who have found success in that environment. So what that looks like is if you don't know where to put the empty color tube, then you're going to ask. You're not just going to assume and put it in the right place. It's going to be up to you to find your way. Like I said, unless they have some sort of extended education for onboarding new stylists, it's going to be up to you to come in and figure out how it all works. So let's discuss the roles and the relationships within the salon. Depending on the type of salon, there is probably some type of hierarchy and chain of command. Make sure that you're clear on what that is. If a situation arises and you have to leave early, you need to make sure you're telling the right person and that you're not just bolting out the door and no one knows where you've went. A good workplace dynamic is going to include a process for onboarding new stylists. So what that will look like and what that looks like in my salon is that when you come in on your first day, we've got your whole orientation laid out for you. And that's going to include a tour of the salon and making sure that you know where everything is. We're a green circle salon. So putting all of our recycling in the proper receptacle is really important to us. So we're not going to make you guess. We're going to make sure that you have the understanding on how all that works. We're going to let you know where all of the supplies are and where you can find things. 
And a good salon is going to have this for you. They're not just going to make you guess, you know, they're going to want you to feel comfortable. They're going to want you to feel at home. And they're also going to want to lay out the fact that they have a really clear path for you. This is how it works here. And this is how we're going to help you find success within this culture. Let's talk about fitting in. I have mixed feelings about the term fitting in because I think it's really important to mesh well with your coworkers, with the other stylists in the salon, but not at the expense of your individuality. So always go in and be confidently you and then earn their respect by adding value and your own secret sauce to the mix. Don't go in and try to go against the grain and change things. But also don't hold back if you have really good ideas that you think could add value to the team. So yes, mesh with your co-stylist, but also be you. I'd like to go over the do's and don'ts of communication in a salon environment, how to handle conflicts and difficult situations, and how to provide constructive feedback that is professional. Effective communication is so important to any salon culture. On the floor, I feel like you need to be kind and you need to be generous with your words. You need to be celebrating each other. It's so important that you are spending your time with one another, building each other up and not tearing each other down. I feel like the guests really love to see when stylists support each other and celebrate each other. Hey, great job. High five. I feel like that puts a smile on clients' face. They like to see that community, that sense of togetherness. It's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. There are difficult conversations that are going to need to be had, but those conversations need to be in private. There is literally nothing more cringy than watching two stylists go at it on the salon floor, in front of the coworkers, and in front of the clients. That is completely unacceptable in my book. So if you have something that you need to address, please find time to have a private moment with that particular stylist. Your professional demeanor is so important that we at Aspire address personal appearance on day one. That's how important I find it. In this industry, the beauty industry, it's going to be incredibly important to show up looking polished and ready for the day. You cannot show up in the beauty industry not looking beautiful, not feeling beautiful. So make sure that you're putting the time into your appearance that this industry is going to require of you. I see stylists coming in and cut off shorts and t-shirts. And I think in some salons, that's acceptable. In my opinion, that is not professional attire. And I would strongly encourage you to put a little bit more thought into how you present yourself to your guests. Your smile should be an accessory that you never leave at home. It welcomes people and it makes you more relatable. I always tell my salon coordinators, answer the phone smiling because I really feel like people can hear it through the phone. That is how important I feel your smile is to your overall presentation and your appearance. For me, a positive attitude is non-negotiable, like leave the drama at the door, save the drama for your mama and come in ready to greet the team and the clients with a good attitude. There is no space in a good salon culture for you to come in and take your personal problems out on each other. Now, that's not to say that the break room isn't a safe space to lean into one another and be there for each other, because I find that to be equally important. 
you know, your work family is going to be just that. They are going to be an extension of your family and they are going to be people that you spend more time with than you get to spend with your own family. So I encourage you to grow these really beautiful relationships with one another. But sometimes when we do that, we forget that there's another side to it and that it's really important that we always maintain professionalism and that we never take our personal problems out on those that don't deserve it. You have to do your part. And honestly, do someone else's part if it's necessary. Bank that good juju. Sweep up someone's hair. Rinse out someone's color bowls. There is going to be a time later on when you are achieving the success that your more mature, more advanced stylists are achieving. And then you're going to really hope that someone bails you out of a tight situation. You're running 15 minutes behind and your client's sitting up on the couch, tapping her foot, waiting impatiently for you. And you've still got to clean up your mess or you've still got to get those towels folded. This is a really good opportunity to just depend on one another for that and be there for each other and help each other out because one of these days you're going to need help too. Building relationships and networking and establishing strong connections with clients and coworkers and other industry professionals is the fastest way to advance yourself in this industry. Connections can shift your career into high gear. So make some. It will lead to opportunities, which lead to referrals. Make sure you're networking with other stylists as well. They are going to offer services that you don't and vice versa. And the nicest thing you can do is look a client in the eyes and say, hey, I'm not really great at that or I don't offer that, but this stylist down the street does. That's what creating those connections does for you. Putting that client first, right? That's what we want to do. We want to put that client first, even if they aren't a potential fit for us. We want to make sure that we're equipping them for success. And if that means referring them to another stylist in the salon or even another salon down the street, then that's what we need to be prepared to do. Be active in your community. Volunteer and support charities and initiatives that you're passionate about. Volunteering with my team and coworkers for me is creating a bond that is different than any other thing that we do together. We have lots of charities that we're passionate about. We have lots of things that we participate in that I feel like grow our personal character and also create an even stronger bond between us. Volunteering your time is definitely good for the soul and it's also good for any salon culture. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.